This is the Fit Roots Podcast, and I'm your host, Aidan Lee. We are focused on teaching you the best of philosophy, martial arts, health, well-being, and business. Our mission is to build modern warriors who enhance their lives through continual physical and mental evolution, and then bestow that gift onto the next generation. Today, we've got Janine Capaldi joining us. Janine is a qualified coach working with business owners and organizations to help them grow their businesses by generating leads and high-value relationships using social media, more specifically using LinkedIn. Her mission is to help people take advantage of the huge opportunities social media brings and to move away from the mentality of using social media just for the sake of it. Otherwise, what's the point? She is here to help you get a business result from your investment in social media. Around 80% of her clients come from LinkedIn, and she now teaches others how to get the same results through coaching, online training, and in-house workshops. Welcome to the Fit Roots Podcast, Jenny. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Very well. How are you? Yes. Yes, I'm great. Thank you. It's great to have you, Jenny. Thank you so much for coming on, and we just want to have a great conversation today. And the topic today is more around personal branding and LinkedIn. So we've just heard your bio and mm-hmm. about who you are and what you specialize in. But I think mm-hmm. the first question there is, uh, Janine, is why LinkedIn? Why is LinkedIn the tool? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I guess um, to explain a bit about how I ended up um, coming to LinkedIn is I, I wouldn't necessarily class myself as a um, as a trainer or a, or a LinkedIn expert, but as somebody who um, was desperately wanting to grow their business and um, was running out of ways to actually actually grow it uh, by finding people and engaging with engaging with new clients and customers. So um, my background is is in coaching, and um, when I came to LinkedIn, it was at a time when. Um, I, you know, I, I wasn't getting as much of the result out of networking as I wanted to. Um, I wasn't established enough yet to be relying on referrals. Um, and LinkedIn was the, um, was the key, uh, means of me building relationships with my perfect clients and customers. Um, you know, it was enabling me to connect with people that I didn't know, people that were outside of my original network, um, to people to start seeing me as who I was and, and as somebody that could help them. Um, and once I started using it properly, like really using it every day and learning how to use it effectively, um, that's when my business changed. So for me, that is the, the why, why LinkedIn, because my personal experience is, is a success story when it's come to, to building businesses, uh, building my business. So, you know, that's, that's what I want to show other people to do. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. And I can see why, because we, you know, we were discussing briefly earlier as well, is that you know, there's a lot of hours and time that go into things like in-person networking. And obviously it has value, of course, mm-hmm. but, you know, sometimes the ROI on that is not as uh, concrete or not as, uh, not as uh, possible um, compared to, you know, the generation that you can get from places like LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I've, I've, I still go to the odd, you know, the odd networking meeting, um, and you know, it can be. I've got some, I've got some leads through networking. It's, you know, it's fine. But um, I think, you know, when I was, when I was trying to cram all of that in, um, 
around other responsibilities and actually yeah like you say like the time and financial investment for actually going to some of these meetings just wasn't wasn't paying off for me um and actually um I you know one of the I I often say this to people because I have a lot of a lot of people that come um to me to work with me are either you know still full-time employed but looking to really grow their you know what was their sideline business they're looking to make that their full-time business or they have family and all of these other kind of life responsibilities that many of us have and so you know that was one of the other reasons why I turned to it was because I could I could use it whenever I wanted you know I didn't have to um be fixed by all this meetings at 7am or this meetings at 8pm I could literally use it you know whenever it's going to fit in with me to grow my business um yeah no I completely agree and would it be fair to say that LinkedIn is effectively uh, therefore the virtual version of networking in person (laughs) I mean I think it can I think it can be I mean you know ultimately it's you know it people describe it in different ways don't they like for me it's you know it's like the ultimate business building platform and um you know, I can, it's, from, and it's networking with purpose for me. So, you know, I've built loads of, loads and loads of great connections. A lot of them are, um, you know, people that I, that I ha- either have worked with or would love to work with, or, you know, that, like, that, that I can see there's, you know, there's business interest. And for others, it's just that, you know, we have something in common, we get on well, and we found each other. And it's, you know, it, it, it's great. So, so yeah, I would say, um, it is an ultimate online, you know, networking networking platform, yeah. and that people use it in very different ways. You know, some people really do purely use it for networking rather than business building and, and generating leads. Um, but for those people that are doing it and doing it well, you know, they're 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 noticing a, you know, they're noticing how important it is as one of their as one of their means of business development. Mm. Yeah, no, I could completely agree with that, and that. Kind of begs the obvious question, Janine, is why LinkedIn over, for example, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or, or whatever other uh, online network? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I I think people have different, um, have very different results with different, with different platforms. So um, for me, LinkedIn is the obvious one because um, – I'm there to build business. I'm there to talk to talk about, you know, to talk about, um, you know, how I can really serve my clients and customers. And there are some people there that are going to want to buy what I what I have to offer. I think with, you know, with with other businesses, it might be that Facebook and, um, in, you know, Facebook or Instagram, for example, are uh, are more appropriate. Um, so for me, I do a li- I do a little bit on Facebook, like not not a lot, but I do do a little bit, and I've had some success with it. Um, but comparatively speaking, with LinkedIn, um, I know that you know financially, there's there's a big difference because I you know I don't really spend very much at all <laughs> over on LinkedIn. I have a premium account, and that works that works for me. Um, and on you know on Facebook. I was, I've run ads and things like that. And yeah, they, you know, I can get, get, get some results with them, but, um, but yeah, for, I guess financially and where time is concerned and actually getting in front of that right audience and that audience converting into, um, actual conversations. Um, it, it's just, it, it's just, um, 
you can't really compare the two in terms of my, you know, my my experience of it. It's like I know when I get um, conversations booked through LinkedIn, they're always really targeted. Um, that you know, and 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 there's more of them. Whereas on Facebook, it would it would you know not always amount to very much. Um, I do think it depends on what your business on what your business is. Um, but yeah, like people on LinkedIn are there for business reasons. Yeah, for sure. No, I can can imagine. And on that note, then, would you say it's what kind of businesses or people is it particularly suited to to use the platform in the way that you're using it, for example? Yeah, I mean, I I honestly think that uh, like I'm yet I'm yet to find a business that it wouldn't work for. Um, it's not to say like I, I honestly think it would it could work it could work for every for anybody. I um I think that there's different ways there are definitely different approaches different ways you can use it. So you know if you're going if your business is business to business, then you're going to um my, you know my feeling is that you're going to be using it at slightly different to if you're going directly to consumers. Um, and through people that I work with, like my clients, there's a real mixture. Like some people are work, are going to other businesses, and others, you know, co- the coaches, for example, some of them are going. You know, they they want to go and find their clients directly. They're not looking to build relationships with businesses and then coach people within that business. Some of them are going directly to the coaches. So I think that there is a slight, you know, there is a um, perhaps a slightly different approach. Um, and it could be that, you know, for, for some, um, that that public presence of regularly posting and engaging with people is is more important than, than others or more effective than others. Um, but my my belief is that is that it can work for, for any any business. Mm, wow. Yeah, and it's it's kind of the platform where if you are in business where you're kind of generally speaking, your ideal prospects if you like or customers or students or whatever you you know clients they are hanging out there right oh we just had a break yeah i mean yeah you sorry just give it a few seconds i think it was a signal just cut out so what i'll just chop this out when we okay yeah it did it was a bit crackly (laughs) so what i'll do i'll just ask the question again and then uh i'll sorry i'll say i'll ask the question again if that happens in the future then we'll just do that okay okay Three, two, okay, one. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think that's where you can, you know, whatever business you're in, you would say there's your ideal prospects there. Is that correct? Yeah, I really think so. And I mean, some people ask me, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a local, I'm a local business, so it, you know, it's reliant on the fact that I can, you know, I can travel locally and stuff. And I still, I still absolutely think it can work. I mean, there's, there's like, I think. Like there's over five last kind of stat that are that I use it's over five hundred million people in the network. That's now you know there's now a lot more than that. It's kind of closer to five five fifty. So it's it, when you think about that, like there are so many people. Even if you're even if you're local, there are going to be like thousands of people that you that you don't know yet that you haven't connected with. So um, through just you know through local means, I guess of of networking. So um, yeah, I absolutely think it, it can work for ev- everyone. I'm always willing to be challenged on these things, always willing to be challenged on these things. But but to date, in terms of people I've worked with, people that I, I know are using the platform regularly, like that, you know, there's, 
I haven't come across a business yet who has really done and tried everything and implemented everything that they've learned and had no success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so much opportunity there, isn't there? Like you say, you're, you're just stuck for choice, if anything, rather than on many platforms, you've got to figure out how to do it or who to connect with. But as you say, because you can literally choose who you connect with, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can. And I mean, it's obviously like, yes, like when you've got that much choice, I guess it's it, you've got to flip it around the other way and make sure that the people that you are connecting with are relevant to what you what you have to sell or what your service is or what your product is. Like, you know, there's um and that you know that's something that I cover a lot in my in my training is really drilling down, okay, so who is you know, who is your perfect client, who is your perfect customer? Um because we want to make sure that you know you're you're always speaking to who, who to those people you know to those people in your in your communication. Um so so yeah I think you know you're right in that in that there is a lot of there's a, a huge amount of opportunity and, and endless people you could argue um and on the flip side um uh, people need to know do people need to know who who their who their clients and customers are to make sure that they're you know that everything they're doing is really speaking to those people yeah so you're not being a uh undirected in your approach you know what you're doing and it's just about then how do you do that afterwards so yeah I can, I can see that and would you give uh, Janine some tips for people maybe who are already on LinkedIn and experienced or even just for those who may be uninitiated uh, if they were trying to use bis- uh, LinkedIn as a if you like a business or prospecting platform you know what could you tell us about what they should do or what they should focus on mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would say um, without wanting to overwhelm people, and I have a t- I have a tendency to go right into the detail and give far too much away. So I'm going to try and keep okay. it, free, you know, simple and brief. But um, the you know the 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 starting point really is like who you know who's your perfect client, who's your who's your perfect client or customer, so that you know that when you are going to be reaching out to people and connecting with them and growing a relationship with them, that they are you know, that they, they are going to be a version of who you want to work with and who, you know, who that appeals to, um, who your product and service appeals to. Um, and then, yeah, like optimi- optimising your profile, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, I think that this is this is um, happening less so now, but a lot of people still have their profile written in a way that is like a, an online CV um of you know a rundown of skills and experiences and things like that but you know if you're if you're really wanting to um show what you do show what problems um that you solve and the solutions you have to the problems of the people you're connecting with then then you know this is the kind of stuff that that should be on your on your profile making sure that it is really um tailored and targeted to the people that you want to attract um and then you know and then I, I would say you know regularly engage you know engaging engage with people like that's the you know that's the 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 key here really is to want to engage and build relationships with people um if you can do that if you can you know if you can if you can build relationships with people that you want to work with then, then it's you know it's it's going to work. You know it requires some time and some effort for sure. Um, but yeah, that's you know that that's what I would 
you know that that is what I would say is a is a is a is a, as a starting point is know who it is that you want to work with so you can you know search for them and connect with them and and engage with them have your profile optimized and then actually do the engagement you know yes it is about um it is about having um eyeballs on your on on your um posts and on your um on your profile and it's as as much as that it's also about going and engaging with other people um rather than just broadcasting what you do Mm. does that make sense yeah for sure so three three main things so making sure you know who you want to help and who needs your help and then optimizing your profile and then engaging with them and actually giving something of value rather than just taking or trying to just sell all the time yeah and and, you know and I I think different people argue this but I you know I absolutely think that there is a place um to you know for selling on LinkedIn um how people do that is very very variable (laughs) um but yeah but if you know if you if you're not going to in my opinion um and you know and this you know and I I actually it was it was a, a coach that I had that actually got me thinking about this in a very different way but you know, if, if you're not going to, um, if you're not going to tell people what your services and products are, then how are they ever going to know that you can help them? Mm. Um, you know, people aren't going to know that. So, um, in my opinion, there is an absolute, absolutely a place to, to, to sell on LinkedIn and it, and it works so much better when you, when you build, when you've built that relationship with someone. Mm. Yeah. It becomes much easier. It's not really a hard sell then, is it? It's just a, hey here's my stuff do you, will it help you do you like it then let's do business and that's what you know and that's when people start to come to you as well because they you know they're, they're, they're um you know they're starting to understand they're starting to understand you they get you you pop up on their news feed they know you'll get they understanding your personality a little more they know what you have to offer that's you know that's when that is when people start to come to you and you know it does take time like I've seen you know lots of not just on LinkedIn but but um I think it's a bit of a trend when it comes to generating business through social media is that a lot of people go with that whole thing of, you know, people start coming to you. Um, and I, you know, I know when I first started, I found it really hard to believe because nobody was coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I was going to everybody. Yeah. Um, but it, but now that it, you know, it does happen, it, I can, I can say it does work. You know, when when you're bothered to engage in people and really, like you say, um, lead with value and understand their problems and want to grow a relationship, that is when people um, start to you know start to cut you know start to come out and send you a message and want to find out more and about how you can help them. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I so whilst I don't necessarily agree with the whole principle of um you know find out how you'll have people coming to you immediately i think yeah. it takes some time um it it, it does happen <laughs> yeah and as you're a perfect example of that in the if you build that in the long run because obviously it's not just a short-term game or strategy then mm. that will happen and will come mm. Mm. that's really great and on that note then what are we mentioned briefly but what are things people should avoid doing on LinkedIn because you know you and I both know you probably more than me that uh there are a lot of things that either we receive or people aren't doing that well yeah um yeah so I mean I I think that you know so this is quite this is a question 
I guess if you asked it to certain people, that you know that the LinkedIn police would come out and start right. saying, "Oh, it's turning into Facebook," yeah. um, and all of that kind of thing. But I guess, um, yeah, it's a re- it is a very very good question. I mean, one of the things that that really um, that that does actually grate on me a little is when I get a very a very poor and ill thought out sales message. So. Um, you know, a message that comes straight into my inbox without someone actually um, understanding me, my circumstances, any anything like that, um, and just hit me with a, you know, with a, this is, you know, this is what I do. Can I get on on the, on the phone with you? Um, I find that to be, re- I find that to be quite um, difficult, and you know, and at the same time, I also appreciate that, um, you know, people don't want to appear kind of like fake friends, like only building a relationship to go and hit you with a sale. But I would say, you know, take that time and make that effort to actually understand if the person that you're that you're connecting with mm. and actually want to sell to, even, um, you know, even if someone that's going to want to buy from you, like I think I had someone send me a message about, um, oh, it was some kind of roofing installation or something for, for my office. And I was like, it doesn't take much to kind of have a look and dig out about me to, you know, to wonder whether that is an ideal solution for me or not. Um, so I think, you know, really considering, I think what people do do wrong is they, they just don't really consider that sales approach from a relationship point of view and from a value-led point of view. Um, before just you know kind of hitting hitting you with a sale and sending you to with a link to buy something um and I think um and I think another thing that people do wrong but they but but they can so easily rectify is is how they engage pub is how they engage publicly so you know something that people really really love is getting understand getting to understand the person behind the product or the service so if you're if you're someone who's only ever posting other people's articles or a sales message, then we're not getting to know the person. You know, we're not getting to know the person behind the product or the service. Um, and I, and you know, I'm much less likely to to buy from someone who you know who is only ever sharing other people's articles or blogs or only ever sharing a, a you know a, a kind of sales post. So I think that you know that's something that can very easily be be rectified um and then actually and then um one very small thing that that I think people do um well I know people do and I think it's in an effort to show someone that they really like um uh, what you've posted is when when other people share other people's articles so quite a lot of the time people do that because it's like the you know the ultimate. Oh, this was this was amazing. I'm going to share this article for you. But it actually does nothing in terms of like a LinkedIn algorithm. It absolutely does nothing for you or for the other person. Um, so if you really want to show somebody how much you appreciate them and what they've shared with you on a post, um, the better thing for you to do is to is to actually go and comment with like a really meaty meaty comment um, rather than clicking that share button. I personally feel it's the other it's it's the wrong way round. <laughs> but um but yeah, yeah, but that's something that, you know, a lot of people kind of do and, and don't know because they think they're doing you, you know, doing you a favour or or like really um and help, you know, kind of helping show the value you've added. But mm. it's it's actually much better if you can leave a comment for them. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, see, I didn't know that um, about the comment because I think on Facebook it's the other way around. But yeah, and it feels like it should be the other way around. But mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it could change. Yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could change. Just like that. Um, yeah. yeah, but for now, I think, you know, that's, that's how it is. But yeah, I think, you know, for me, like where people go, yeah, where people go wrong is, I think, is this, is this sales message thing? And also, um, you know, thinking like uh, something that I still find quite, um, I wouldn't say amusing, but like it, it's, I guess in some way a shame that I, that I feel like I need to, need to share it, particularly in team trainings and things is, is to really think about how you come across on the, on the platform. Mm. So, um, you know, people are like, people are what people are watching in terms of, you know, your, um, your boss or your fellow employee, your fellow employees, or perhaps your husband and your friends, or, you know, let's imagine people that actually want to be your clients and customers. And so, um, you know, and occasionally there will be, you know, things like written in quite a negative way, or, you know, people don't come across as their best self, or they perhaps engage and like something that, that is, you know, not great. To, to be on the platform so yeah. I would say you know really can cons- really consider that um you know because even if you are someone who's even if you're someone who's self-employed who doesn't have to report to somebody you know like it, it there's you know think about think about whether you're retracting or or kind of repelling <laughs> repelling potential clients by by your activity I guess yeah 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 that's true because people are even if they're not saying anything they're still like say watching or gathering their own thoughts outside of whether they're explicitly letting you know what those thoughts are or not yeah yeah and and you know and and, and I'm I, I think I'm very fortunate and uh, and maybe it's not that I think generally it's a really positive I genuinely do feel that LinkedIn is a very very positive platform to be yeah. on um and you know in in my time on the platform I think I've only ever once had something negative come my way but the thing that was the thing that was that stuck with me was that this person was trying to grow their business on the platform and I was like hmm, okay interesting um because I wouldn't want to go and work with you after yeah. after that <laughs> or after seeing that um but as I say I don't in in my experience it, it doesn't seem to happen very often yeah it's not often it's like same I've seen it happen here and there but as you say they're only putting themselves in a bad light and certain mm-hmm. things just to keep off social media right so <laughs> yeah 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 I mean I I guess um I do have quite a few people say to me like you you must be on social media all the time but I'm really not like you know using it for using it for business absolutely but you know you won't you won't find much about my life else you know anywhere else <laughs> <laughs> good that's not bad I mean so it's still working for you which is great <laughs> good so you also mentioned just one thing because i'd like to step on to personal branding shortly after this mm. Janine, but you mentioned about because it's kind of trying to find that balance or that fine line between like i say not being too salesy but also making sure when you do connect with someone that you're actually providing them value and not coming across as like that like i say like a fake friend where you're just trying to not maybe sell them straight away but eventually or something like that how do you um balance that or what would you recommend to mitigate that feeling mm. I um I actually feel that it's um down to your your frame of mind around it to be honest I think there's a certain mindset for this yeah. this kind of approach and so 
Um, and again, you know, it took me it took me a little while to um, to get into this because I think, um, well, I know I know that you know when we're starting out, or when even if we're not starting out, and actually, you know, the the money is a is a um, is a, is an issue or it's you know we really really need it and we're worried and we're anxious about okay where is this coming from um it's really difficult to um lead with value yes. and that's it mm-hmm. like you know it's really it's really difficult to detach uh you know all of those anxieties and concerns and worry about about okay so i give you this i give you this thing that's valuable and then what um and so i actually you know i i as, as tricky as it is, as challenging as it is, I really feel it's about it's about a, mi- a mindset for this kind of um, for this kind of relationship building through sales. Because when you do provide things that, that are valuable, information, insight, whatever it is, and you're detached from the you know you're detached from the outcome of that person, you know that's when or, or the, from the from the result. I mean, not from that person. Um, that's you know that's when like that that's when that fake friend thing isn't really an issue because you actually are just like building a genuine relationship and when that you know if and when the time is right for that person and that leads to that leads to a sale great you know it's not I'm not trying to say like you shouldn't have you know that people shouldn't have sales goals and targets and all of those kind of things but I think in this you know with this approach to you know building relationships and that kind of thing it's um it's difficult to to, it's difficult to let the mind rest from the anxieties around finances and money and things but when you do that's when you can really and truly serve your potential clients and customers yeah because no one can fault you when you're just giving them value they can't say oh well that wasn't a valuable piece of share a video series or an article with them or, or something valuable that will help them no. They can't say anything negative to that. And if they do, then maybe they're not a good fit anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, at, you know, and at the same time, offering value to people does not mean giving people a load of stuff free. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean giving them all of your tricks, everything you know that you're trying to sell. Like, it, 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 doesn't, it, it doesn't have to mean that. And it can take a bit of time to work out what that is um, and what you, are, you know, what you are able to give and what you do, you know, what is important for you to, you know, to keep as your paid product or service. Um, but you absolutely can lead, can lead with value um, without, you know, kind of giving away everything in the toolbox. Yeah, wonderful. Cool. And moving on and kind of on that note, so on a segue, Janine, is that, you know, you, you also specialise with personal branding on LinkedIn as well. And I think you've kind of touched on it as well. But is there anything you, you would like to share about the aspects of personal branding on the platform? Too? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess really this comes from... Um, how I kind of uh, how I first started piecing this together was um, that I realised that um, some of the people that I was um, connect some of the people that I was connecting with and building relationships with um, they did that. I mean, a lot mo- the majority of them do like absolutely amazing stuff. Like you know, like they've had huge results for their you know their clients. Um, and their customers it could be that you know their their chief it, I mean I, I'm not really one for kind of hierarchy in organizations but it could be that they are like chief executives and vice presidents and directors and you would get onto LinkedIn and their their profile and their activity just does not do them justice 
at mm. all. Like they do not stand out from anybody else whose profile you might look at. And just for example, put in marketing director and have like a sea of marketing directors. Yeah. Um, and so what I really, you know, what I, what I really wanted to show people, what I really wanted to get across was that actually, if you spend that bit of time really, work, you know, kind of really showing like who you are, what the work is you do, the results you get, all of, you know, your personality, um, that is what is going to get you to stand out from the sea of people that are not doing that. So, so that is, that, that's kind of where I come from in terms of um, that, 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 that branding approach mm. uh, is, um, is that, yeah, I just wasn't seeing it from certain people who, who genuinely are amazing at what they're doing. Um, so that's, you know, that, that's, um, you know, that's one of the key, key areas that I do, that I do work on with people is, mm. you know, it's not, it's not just about kind of generating business leads and building, building relationships with new clients, but it's really position, you know, positioning yourself. Who are you? What is it that you do? What results have you got? Um, what kind of personality do you have? Um, you know, because once we, once we get to know people's personalities, it, we can't, it, you know, it's a good gauge of whether we know whether we want to work with them or not, no matter what their results are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And if you can, I guess, bring that personality across in a way which people then believe in you and what you do, then mm-hmm. naturally all of that will come, which is what, obviously what you're experiencing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. No, that's great. Yeah. Personal branding wise, I can see that because, yeah, as you say, there are a lot of people who, who are potentially great at what they do, but they don't show it. And like yeah, you mentioned earlier, it's like if you don't tell people what you do, then uh, I'm paraphrasing, you, you can maybe say it better, but then how would they know that you can help them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And moving on then, Janine, on that note, can you share with us, you know, a few personal habits or daily routines that contribute to your success? And it could be success in terms of using the LinkedIn platform as well. Mm, mm, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess um, when I think about this, I, so my, I mean, my, like many people, my, uh, you know, my life is interestingly hectic and not really, you know, not, I'm not really in it. Like my routine changes quite a lot. So, you know, it's, it's full-time work, it's family life, it's, you know, trying to fit in the occasional hobby <laughs> and all of those things. So, you know, I would say that when it comes to, um, you know, from a business perspective, like my, you know, what I have in mind every day is, um, am I doing something that is, that is, sales related is there is there sales activity there so is it that I'm you know getting on a call with people am I messaging someone am I um am I coming and running like a guest you know a guest spot at a webinar something you know on a on um a guest webinar that kind of thing um so every every day it's there's got to be some kind of sales activity um which is kind of it states the obvious but if you talk to somebody who um you know, really wants to get their plan sorted and perfect um, before they even do something, then that's all they'll do. And they, you know, they won't have any activity going outwards. So yeah, every day there needs to be some kind of sales related activity. Um, and then every day for me, there has to be something that is in, that where I engage with people, where I'm engaging publicly. So for LinkedIn, yeah, it's a, it's a post or it's directing somebody to a blog or it's a video tutorial or something that is... Um, Something, some kind of engagement opportunity that is, you know, that's offering insight, that's offering some kind of, some kind of value. So that's a, I guess that's like my kind of, 
couple of couple of you know kind of on a on a on my checklist that's like right I need to make sure that that happens every day mm. and then I guess um I guess more in terms of like habit um you know, I, my work hours are all over the place. Like I, I, like many people know, I don't do the standard nine to five. And so I need to make sure that I'm working on set tasks um, to suit my energy levels. Like there's no, there's no point, you know, I, I'm all right working at 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. if it means that I'll spend three hours or so in the afternoon with my children. But there's absolutely no point in me saying I'm going to sit down and write a blog post at 8 p.m. because it's never, ever going to happen. Um, So, yeah, energy levels is something that, um, you know, that I think is really important. But also, um, you know, I just I have clear boundaries. You know, I I guess quite a lot of the time I'm in two modes. One of them is in is in work mode and the other one is in mum mode. And when I'm in mum mode, um, you know, I, I have a clear break. Like I, I, I'm not, um, I, I absolutely do not believe in multitasking. I don't think it works. I think it takes your brain all over the place and you don't do anything very well. So there's no point in me sitting down on my phone responding to messages when I'm meant to be playing with my children. Um, I don't come at that from a judgmental way. Like I absolutely get like all the, the juggling and, and I would never judge anyone for trying to juggle with these things. But for me, trying to do these two things at once um, doesn't work. So yeah, so it's a it's a, a like clear boundaries for me as to okay, this is what I do at this time, this is what I do at this time, and making sure those two are, are separate. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Because you know you don't really work. I, I've done this before, so I'm sure you have as well. Hence why you don't do it anymore. Probably is multitasking <laughs> just doesn't work because you you just only ever give a, a percentile of effort that you could have just gone a hundred percent in on something instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, when I, when I think of it, like, I mean, quite a few years ago now, but, um, it's been a long, it's been a long time since I've, since I've applied for a, for a job, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, for various, I mean, I was at my last, my, my, my kind of last employed job, I was there for a, a, a decent amount of time, which is partly why there's, it's been such a long time, but I can remember, um, you know, it was often something that was on a CV, like has the ability to multitask, has the ability to multitask. But actually, you know, there's, you know, studies now are showing that that multitasking like does not work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think, you know, being able to, yeah, to kind of work on a task and then and then complete that task and then the next one before trying to, you know, pick up something else is, is really important. Mm-hmm yeah definitely and it's good that you embody that because obviously then that's something you you will teach as well which is great yeah (laughs) good and Ginny just a few questions before we wrap up could you tell us a start a time or a story in your life where you've had a journey where you experienced failure and you know what you've learned from it as well yeah um so I mean I I I have a lot (laughs) I have a lot I, I have a lot of them um and you know, I'll say the kind of classic thing that people say, but, you know, yeah, fa- failures feel terrible at the time. And also, as long as you can, you know, take out the learnings, and you, then, then you know, there's there's always going to be a positive, even though it does feel pretty awful at the time. But, yeah, I mean, I've had, you know, I've, I had a product launch that that really didn't work out. You know, it was, you know, I, 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 I kind of did things the, the wrong way, the wrong way around. And um, it was, you know, it was, it was really, it was really difficult at the time because, 
um, you know, even when product launches go really well, um, they are so draining. Like, I mean, you, you, you may have experienced like similar, but it's, um, you know, it takes, it's, it, for me, it takes a lot, it's really exciting, but it takes a lot out of me to be in like promotion mode. Um, and you put so much into it. And so, you know, to have a product that you launch and then, you know, I think I, I did this one through a webinar. I've got a lot better at webinars now <laughs> at, at kind of, of, of like selling things through webinars. But, yeah. um, you know, at the time it really was a, it really was a flop um, because I just didn't, I didn't have anyone buy it. Um, but then coming back and, and like thinking, okay, so why didn't they? Um that just made my net, you know, that made my next launch bigger and better and more targeted. And I knew what my, you know, I knew more about my audience. I had much better insights. So, um, yeah. So next time around it was fine. It did, you know, that, that didn't happen, but I think that, you know, we've like, it, it, especially where, I mean, yeah, it can be really, um, it can be quite, I guess it would, it is quite soul destroying when you put so much effort into something and you know, you know, it can help people. And actually it wasn't, it wasn't the product. It was just, it was the way that I was promoting it and who I was promoting it to. Um, you know, needless to say now why, um, you know, I do things a lot, di- I do things a lot differently now, but it's, yeah. And it's learning from the experiences. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely and the fact that you learn from it and then implement it is obviously the main thing rather than just you know wallowing in your sorrows and then you know leave it, leaving it there right yeah I mean I allow myself to wallow for about 24 to 48 hours <laughs> and then I get annoyed with myself and then I've got and then that's when it's like right it's time to stop now so yeah I would say you know give yourself a little bit of grace and always allow for a little bit of wallowing and then it's time to move on <laughs> yeah a little grace period right <laughs> yeah awesome and moving on to because uh, a bit about your background as well you know be interested to hear your thoughts Janine and what your thoughts are on the health and well-being industry yeah I mean yeah so um I mean we talked about this a little uh, we've talked about this a little bit before but I mean my um so my, like my background is um like coaching training and um and I did do I did psychotherapy training for three for three years and I'm quite open in saying that you know that training showed me that I didn't want to be a psychotherapist um I think it's absolutely amazing and and essential work um and coaching was you know coaching was was going to be the area that I was going to stay in coaching and teaching and consultancy that was the area that I wanted to be in um I think that you know when it comes to like health and and wellness industry there's there's a lot going on you know not just in like kind of mental health and and um you know coaching and training but you know also um, in terms of, I guess what I would, I guess what I would say is, is like more, you know, physical health and diet and nutrition. And there's, there's just so, so much. Um, and there's a lot of choice. So I think that when it comes, I guess from a, you know, this probably sounds quite simple, but I really don't like to make things overly complicated, but I think that when it comes to being someone that, that is in this industry, it really is about understanding, okay, so, you know, who, who is my product or service for? And, you know, why do they want that over something else? Because there is so much choice. Mm. Um, you know, they're like, we, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, I, I feel like our message needs to be really compelling. 
about what we do and who we serve in order to be heard. And I think that sometimes because, um, you know, because the results around, um, you know, working with a coach, whether it's physical or, you know, or mental or, you know, whatever it is are, you know, they're, they're less, um, they can sometimes be less tangible to, to kind of imagine. I think it's, you know, the, it's our job to, um, be able to kind of bring somebody to the point where they can really see and imagine and understand that actually by working, you know, by working with us as a, as a coach, as a trainer, um, by using these products that, that there is going to be that change that they want. So, yeah, I guess that's my thoughts on it is that there's, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. I do, I do really like that the kind of mental health, mental health is, is kind of coming up, um, more and more and and it's um we're able to talk about it um much more openly um so I do yeah I do see it I do see a bit of a change and not that I know this you know I don't know too much about this but I think the whole kind of my you know mindful you know mindfulness meditation that kind of thing I mean that is um that is definitely playing a much bigger part I think in in health and wellness Mm. now definitely cool Okay, well, you would know more than I would yeah, <laughs> with that one, I think. Not too much. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And on that note about things that you know you're sharing, Janine, are there any resources? Could be websites, uh, videos, books, uh, workshops, etc. That you would recommend to anyone listening today? Mm, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, so very recently, I started listening to. Um, I don't know if you've had like Brain FM. I've not tried it, but I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been I've been listening to um this I started I did like a few demo tracks on that and so they have different like um soundtracks um for uh focus and sleep and I can't remember the other one. I think it's relaxation or I think it's relaxation. I've not used that one, I've just used the focus one. But um it, I actually have found that it's it's worked. Like having these tracks on when I'm doing certain like when I'm kind of doing certain elements of work has been re- has been really useful. So um yeah, that's that. I would that that's quite interesting. I'd like to go and check out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, so and then I um you know I I um do listen to a couple of but there are a few podcasts that I listen to. Um, yours obviously. <laughs> um, and um, but there's um somebody that I that I do quite a lot of work with is um um Jess, Jessica Lorimer. She has a, a her podcast is called Smart Leader Style. It's a really um, really good one. And then there's um, another podcast I listen to. Not it's called Not Another Sales Podcast by um, Chris Hatfield. That's a good one. I don't know if you've listened to that. I've not, no, I've not heard of that. No. Um, but, but yeah, they're they're good ones. That um, from a sale, you know, from a sale business sales perspective, mm. like you know, they're 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 good ones to for the ones I'd recommend. Um, and then I guess again from like sales business building like um, like there's a couple of Russell Brunson books that I really that I really like. Um, uh, he's you know he what what I've really taken from him is it is about like having a compelling message, being able to tell your story, you know all of that kind of you know all of that kind of um, personal side to, to to branding and really resonating with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I guess that's a that's a few things I would recommend. I mean, there's tons of others. I read stuff all of the time, but um, but yeah, that's the. I guess that's the a, a few things that I that I. Yeah, I would be happy to put my name behind a recommendation. Yeah. 
Awesome. Cool. That's so great. Thanks for sharing. And lastly, Janine, is there anything else you want to mention? Could be plugging uh, any company's brands project, but also please share links to your website and social media so people can find you. But I'll also put your links in the show notes as well. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So for anybody that, um, you know, likes what I've said, <laughs> wants to hear more from me, you please do come and connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, there's only um, two Janine Capaldi's on LinkedIn, so I'm pretty easy to find. Um, and, and what would be great is if you do want to come and connect with me, if you can like send me a message and tell me that you've um, that you've listened um, to this podcast and that's why you want to connect with me, that's always really useful for me to know. Um, but yeah, my, my uh, website is um, www.janinecapaldi.com. Um, and I do, but I, you know, primarily I do use my LinkedIn profile to, you know, for people to know more about me and understand the work that I do. So, um, that's as good a resource. Um, and in terms of like products, yeah, I mean, my, you know, my, my, my services are, um, one-to-one coaching and consultancy for LinkedIn lead generation and branding. Um, I, I, uh, run a, a group mastermind program and I am just launching my, an online course as well. Um, so yeah, so for anyone that wants to hear more about that, you know, just, yeah, come, come, come and um, have a nosy and, um, and send me a message. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And yeah, I'll definitely put those links in guys. So Janine knows her stuff when it comes to all this, as you've just heard, so definitely go check her out and connect with her and have a conversation. But in the meantime, Janine, thank you so much for spending your time. Oh, with thank us. you. That's all right. My pleasure. And I appreciate you sharing your journey, your wisdom, and of course your experience uh, with us today. Thank you. It's been really good fun. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm Aidan Lee and this is the Fit Roots Podcast. Thank you for helping us on our mission to build modern warriors.